Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. start it now so yeah we're just still waiting for Kyle to jump in um so Kyle while we're waiting for him fights out to Hammer North Wales um we're speaking to him ahead of his fight on July 24th day after UFC London so there'll be a lot of hype just in general about MMA at the time um yeah so he's fighting at almighty 27 on uh, on July 24th Um, and also, we will be back with you tomorrow morning as well. Um, yeah. That's right. You wonderful people get to wake up to our ugly bastard faces. Um, <laughs> what a treat. Yeah, so we'll be speaking to Carl the Bomber Booth tomorrow. Uh, so that should be fun. So here it is. Uh, Kyle Jones. Yeah. Let's go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, mate. It is. Hello. All right, boys. You okay? <laughs> I'm all right, you? Yeah, not long finished work like yourself, so. <laughs> yeah. Bit burnt out like, but hey, it's, it's worth it. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks, thanks very much for joining us, Kyle. Um, we've just been me. talking a little bit about you before, um, before you come on here. So not bad, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <that's always> <laughs> yeah um, so we'll we'll jump straight into it. And um, so we were just saying, July twenty fourth, Almighty twenty seven. You fight Ryan Thomas. Uh, yeah. Have you had the chance to look at look look at him much and watch some of his fights? What's he like as an opponent? Do you think? Uh, I've looked. I've looked at his his last one. I looked at his one way. He fought Jamie Roper, and he he got armbarred. And I think in like the third round, he's he's uh he's just he's an out and out wrestler. Like he literally he, he comes out, touches gloves, and then just dives straight for the legs. So yeah. I kind of know know roughly what he's gonna gonna do. Like he's gonna come and try and take me down from the word go. So, but we're prepared for that, and I'll. I want to make a statement because in the last fight with Curtis, I think people have, he's seen that. And I think people have seen that and they thought, oh, I'll just take him down and, and sub him easy. But I can more make a statement in this fight that it's not that easy. Like it isn't, it's not as easy as just taking me down. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> like for me, it feels like there's going to be a finish in this fight though, because obviously you've both finished four fights. Um, and the mad thing is, yours uh KOs or and TKOs and is a submissions obviously with being the wrestler. With yeah. that in mind, how do you see it playing out then? I I I'm not sure. Like I just want to do what I'm best at. Like I want to go out there and I wanna like just I, I feel like I'm better than him everywhere. Like I haven't had an opportunity to show like my all round game because obviously in, in in my last fight like 
Curtis just executed his game plan perfectly. And like, I didn't get a chance to show my skills, but like, I can wrestle, I can grapple. Like, Curtis was just better than me on the night. So, I'm look. I feel like I'm better than him everywhere, and like wherever the fight goes, like I'm comfortable. To if he if if he manages to take me down, like I feel like I could sub him, and I I don't feel like he's going to be able to take me down, and I feel like I'm going to be the better striker on the feet. So I just want to dominate everywhere. Like I'm not like thinking, oh, I'm going to knock him out in this round or that round, or I'm going to choke him in this round or that round. I'm just like as soon as the bell goes. I want to dominate, and if I finish him, I finish him. If I don't, I don't. I just go in bell to bell, like domination. I thought that's what I want. Has he got in what in the fights that you've seen? Has he got anything you think he might like try and throw a bit of a spanner in the works, trying to surprise you at all? Um, it's it's hard to say because like he fought he fought Jamie Roper, and Jamie Roper is a tough lad. Like he's 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 a good tough lad, but like. From his wins, it's hard to take a lot away from his wins because he hasn't fought anyone like that great. Like if his four wins, if you compare them, if if you add all of their records together, it's not great. And like he's usually gone out there pretty quickly in his four wins and finished the fight pretty quickly. So it's hard right. to take anything away from like watching watching all of his fights because like he has gone out there like and and subbed them in like the first round like he shot a double leg to him down and subbed them in the first round so it's like I don't really know I've probably not seen his whole his whole skill set either you, you you mentioned um the fight with Roper there and that he got finished in the second round you think I don't know if you're able to see from that but it's unlike maybe his gas tank might might be in question if that was the case I think he did I think he did start tiring he definitely start. He definitely started to tire, and um, he was like, just just the way he came out. Like he seemed like he was a bit of like a deer in headlights. Like he came out like fast. So like I'm expecting him to come out fast again. And like I think that's maybe maybe he's learned from his from from the Jamie Roper fight because he did he did get tired because he came out at such a high pace that he probably couldn't keep up. But I feel like he's probably going to do that again the same. Like I think he's going to. He's going to be trying to take me down from the word go and see see if he's learned from his mistakes to be a bit more composed or not. But I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. Like if he wants to wrestle for the whole fight, then I'll be ready for that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So in your last fight, you mentioned the a moment ago you fought uh, Curtis Campbell, obviously now five time champ. Um. What was what was it like getting in there with with him? Like obviously he's just like skyrocketing at the moment. What was he like as an opponent? Uh, it was a, it was a good it was a good experience in all. Like I just it annoys me that I didn't get to go longer. Like because I'd had I'd had two and a half years layoff, and like they knew that as well. And like they said to us after, there's like their plan was to like get me fast because like you know I was just getting through the gears and that, and then he came out. They just did their per, their game plan like perfectly, and like, yeah, he, Kurt, Curtis is fast and like he's not just fast, like he's quite accurate as well. Like he landed a, a leg kick on me, and like it wasn't a heavy leg kick, like it didn't hit my leg and my leg go like dead. He hit like a nerve on my knee, like like clean on my knee, and it sent like a shock through my leg, which was weird. Like I'd never had that before, and um. Yeah, he's just he's just calm and composed in there as well. Like, and he just I think that's like probably the first person that I've fought where like one mistake and it's done. Yeah. Like it's over. Yeah. Like I, I I tried to turn to my I tried to turn to my side to get my back to the cage and I exposed my back for like a little bit and it was just like boom, choke, done. And like yeah. that's what it's like in when you start fighting at them, but at the higher levels like one mistake and it's over so like that's it yeah i got punished but like you said i mean no one can knock you for that you know two and a half years out you wouldn't get many people after two and a half years out wanting to go against arguably the top amateur in the country right now you know and you've just gone yeah let's do it i'm harassed so i seen your post you, you put it on instagram you know you said after it's zero fucks given like i love that <laughs> attitude it's, it's perfect and 
you know, while you're still an amateur, everyone always says it, it's just about getting that experience. And I yeah. suppose you can't really get be- much better experience than fighting someone as of the level of Curtis. Um, exactly, exactly. And if I think it says a lot about you as well, if 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 their game plan has to be to get you out of there early, that that proves that despite the two and a half years out, they know that the longer that fight went on, the more obviously chance you would have had. So uh, yeah. I think it says a lot about you as well at the same time. Yeah, uh, like you know, I'd ha- I'd had the layoff and stuff like that, which is not really an excuse because if it was a that big of an excuse, I wouldn't have took the fight. Like I was confident I could go in there and win, but. Like you say, like they knew to try and get me out of there early because you say that the longer it goes on, like I hit very hard for a lightweight, and like the longer it goes on, and like I can keep that going for the whole fight. Like, I, I don't like I, I'm not like one round of like maximum power, and then I'm never gonna do you. Like, I could I could finish in the third or the fourth, like so. Like, the longer someone's in there with me the more chance they have of me just landing that one shot. And then the whole fight is different from there. So like they know to just start, they knew they did, they, they executed it perfectly. Like hats off to them. They just did like the perfect plan and they executed and Curtis executed it like flawlessly as well. Yeah. Oh, with that, um, <clears throat> Quinny had like a little nickname for you. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was just saying your nickname because I seen you hadn't got one. Um, you know, with the zero fucks given, it should just be Mr. ZFG. Mr. ZFG. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll I'll take that. That's 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 a good one. That. <laughs> well, no, that's 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 why I just took. I picked up on. I was looking at the post earlier again, as I say, and it was just that bit that stuck out to me. Zero fucks given, and it's just the absolute perfect mindset to have when you're getting in and doing what you're doing. Everyone's like, well, like. Like I say, like I had two and a half years out, and it was just like Ray. Ray said to me to want to fight Curtis Campbell, and it's like, yeah, like it was either Teddy Stringer or Curtis Campbell. So I was like, both of them excite me, and like loads of people are all like, people who are active are all like, get like getting matched with Curtis, and they're all like, oh, oh no, no, not 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 the right fight for me, not the right fight for me, and they're all shitting themselves when it comes to certain people, and it's like, why? Like if you're a fighter, you're a fighter. Just fucking fight. <laughs> like don't like they're all pick and choosing like who they wanna who they wanna fight and stuff. Like it's just just be a fighter. Like stop trying to pad records. Like fight the best people. That's it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with that you didn't didn't get get the win, but for yourself, obviously, everyone says like losing is like one of the best things that can happen for you because it builds you up. So. What has that loss done for your progression as a fighter? I think I've just learned a lot. I, I learned a lot about like my camp. Like there was like because we we were on like we were we were on a roll with like with my fighting career and like we were doing like the same stuff and we were just I kind of guess we were just getting away with it really like because we were just winning and but then like the loss is like made us like all like me and Alcy and Harry like step back and be like, all right, what could we do better to improve like the whole thing, like everything. So like, because if it's always plain sailing, you're never really going to have, you're never really going to like look to like refine things in your training because you're like, oh, well it's working. And then the minute it doesn't work, that's when you're like, oh, right, we need, we need to, maybe we should change this and maybe we should change that. And we have done. And like, yeah, like, and I think I think feeling that pain as well, like, sets like a fire in you as well. Like, I don't want to feel that again. Like, it mm. it was shit. Like, it was horrible, and like, just everything, my training, everything has just had like that little bit more fire in me because like I was like I was devastated after that. But like, say it's just set that like fire in me now because I don't want to feel that again, and I want to get back to that title. Like, that's what I want. I want to get to that title and then we start thinking of turning pro. But like the title is what is what I want. Yeah. Um, so I mean, despite the results, it must have felt amazing to be back in action after two and a half years out. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Just the the whole like the whole experience of like warming up and like making the walk and like getting in there. Like that's another reason why I was annoyed that I didn't get to go longer because like I was just happy to be in there. Like I was happy to just be in there, like moving around the like aside from 
the mistake which cost me the fight like I felt very comfortable in there like I felt like calm and composed and even with like all of Curtis's like friends and fans and family or whatever and everyone was going fucking mental and like I was just I was just like calm and composed and like I feel like that's going to be a telltale point in this next fight because like I say in the in Ryan's last fight he did come out fast and probably a bit too fast and he gassed because I think he didn't have as much he didn't have great composure whereas I think like I am very composed and like calm and I think he's not going to be like that we might we might see him get tired again I don't know we'll, we'll find out so um, at that point then Quinn do we have any uh, anyone tingling in any no no not yet unless um, me things like paused or something but no nothing I can see at the minute sadly <laughs> um, okay then so um, you, you mentioned him before obviously Azzy Thomas he is of course your head coach um, how much has he influenced your your career? He, he's taught me everything that I know. I, literally, like everything. Like I went, I I used to compete as a weightlifter. Like that was like my thing before. I played football when I was younger as well, and I went to weightlifting because I just got sick of team sport. And then I just wanted to mix up my training, so I went from weightlifting straight to Asi, and like mm. just did a little bit of boxing, and then I did a little bit of grappling. And then, like, just caught the bug. And then about four months later, I had my first fight. So, like, everything that I know, everything that I can do is all from everything that he's taught me. Like, I've not really bounced between any gyms, like, ever. Like, so he's been massively influential. And just the way that the way that he leads as well. But, like, in terms of my mentality of, like, oh, you know, no one wants to fight Curtis, but fucking I'll fight him because I'll I'll fight anyone. And as he's the same, like as he's as he's forty three, and on the weekend he just fought a twenty six year old from next gen uh, who was finishing everyone, and he couldn't finish Azzy because Azzy's the same mentality. He's like, I want to fight the best people, like, and that's mm. the mentality that he gives to all of us, like me, Azzy and uh, and Harry and uh, all the other lads, like just fight the best people because you're only going to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you um have you went back to weightlifting since that in your, your MMA career or has MMA just took over now? MMA's just took over massively. It's my weightlifting helps a lot because for like the last for the Curtis fight, like I actually got like a proper strength and conditioning program and I've got a strength and conditioning sponsor now at V2 mm. Fitness. And um but because like I did weightlifting for so long, like my technique and everything is like good and I'm already got like a good base strength. So like we're building like stronger and stronger and stronger. So like I, there is a bit of weightlifting still in there, but like I don't I don't compete and I, I wouldn't bother competing no more. It's just like I chase I chase like the excitement and the, like the adrenaline and the carnage and like weightlifting just wouldn't give that to me now that I've been in the cage six yeah. times. Like I just I Weightlifting be boring now. <laughs> you found a new love. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you mentioned the uh, one or two of the other guys from the from the gym there, but um, who were some of your teammates that people should be watching out for in the coming months and you know next year or two after Hammer North Wales? Uh, Harry Kenworthy, definitely Harry. Harry's just like. He, he's so he's so tough and like durable and he just no matter what happens in any of his fights like it's literally just like it doesn't affect him like he lost to Joe Fields like he's another one like he fights he will fight anyone like you say so you say to Harry oh Harry uh, we got you a match against fucking King Kong it'd be like yeah right what day is it <laughs> <laughs> like that's, and then and it, and it he'll he'll just turn up and fight like he had a great fight last time which I thought he won he fought Dan Farrell from Aspire and like Harry split his head open I don't I don't know how he split his head open but like and then Harry was like yeah, Harry was just like a savage and like he he looked great in there like the judges edged it to Dan Farrell like just about gave it to Dan because Dan had a bit more cage control at like, holding him down. And stuff like that, but I thought Harry won. But yeah, Harry's definitely one to look out for. He's he was supposed to do the Four Nations, uh, for Team Wales, 
but he had to pull out because of uh, like family reasons. And another, another lad that we've got, who's he's he's knocking on the door of Almighty uh, title. Like if he, he lost his last fight, but like if he won that, then he was probably going to fight for the title next. And that's uh, Ayub Dahesh. Then if you've seen uh, Ayub, in his mm. in his last one before he fought Luke Burns, he fought um, George Young, and everyone was like ranting and raving about George Young and how he's great and all this. And Ayub like put on like one of the most dominating performances like I've ever seen. So like, he's definitely one to watch as well. And um. We, we we just got a couple of like novices that are just getting going that are um on on like kind of local shows around to North Wales, but they'll be on like all my EFCC in like the next year or two. So we we got some yeah. good lads coming through. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> so to sort of in a way come away from a um you doing PT sessions alongside obviously your training and your job. Yeah. Um, how much do you, do you enjoy that, and how good does it make you feel seeing your uh, your clients achieve the goals? Oh, I, I I love it. Like my my main job, like that that pays the majority of my bills. Like I just kind of like do the bins and stuff in the local hosp in the local hospital, which like is fucking shit boring. <laughs> like I don't I don't mind it, but like actually putting my energy and like my passion for all of this sort of stuff, like into other people and like seeing them do well like I had I had one lad um Sean and like I helped him with his diet and stuff and he used to train with me every Saturday all the way up on the build-up to one of his fights and he lost like three stone that he put on in lockdown and then he looked like phenomenal and he went out there and he had a great fight and he didn't he didn't quite manage to win but like he got in great shape and like he looked great and it felt great that like I helped him get there and get mm. get to that place so I, I like, I'm hoping, you know, as my clientele builds, like I'll get to just do this full time. I get to leave the hospital. I get to put like my energy into something that I actually enjoy doing because yeah. I don't enjoy like doing bins and that work. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not like if if anyone, everyone can do what they wanted straight off, and no one would work like a regular job, would they? But. You know, it's a no. buy sort of thing. Definitely, definitely wouldn't be anyone answering the phone to BT like me. Yeah. <laughs> You're missing but, out on all the fight shows. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> um, so, um, so with your PT sessions, then do you incorporate like what you're doing in the gym, like in in your training? Do you incorporate that into your sessions? Yeah. So, like, I have, I have quite a few. Like, I have a few people that aren't like really interested they're just interested in losing weight so like with my my like background in weightlifting and all that sort of stuff I can deliver like weight sessions I have a couple of people who come in for like who are in who are in the fight team like who come to do like some pad work and stuff like I like beginners because like I'm not like you know like an elite level professional coach like I couldn't have like a professional come in and like be able to pad him and show him what to do and that's like I got a lot of like novices and stuff like that and I do with with a lot of the people who aren't really interested in fighting I do incorporate like some like boxer size and stuff like that just to like mm. keep it interesting because weights on their own can get a bit boring so yeah. like I like keep things exciting and it's always every, every single person on the planet feels better after punching stuff yeah yeah everyone 100%. everyone <laughs> Even the most, what it is, <laughs> yeah. You could have the least violent person on the person on the person on the planet <laughs> punch something and they'd feel great. Yeah, they do. So like that's what I like to put into my sessions. Like I do get people who have literally no interest in ever fighting, but then like I put on like the big body bag and just tell them to hit me, and then they're just laughing their head off because they just <laughs> feel great after. <laughs> Stop uh, trying to hit me and hit. <laughs> no, it is just a. Uh, some of them lace like proper try and like smash my body as well and like they're like they're loving it at the same time it's like I thought you were nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm helping you here and you're beating the shit out of me basically <laughs> they enjoy, some of them enjoy it too much yeah yeah so then obviously like we say got to fight coming up against Ryan you mentioned you want to aim for the title before turning pro is that is that sort of your goal for the next sort of 
year or two at the moment, is it? Yeah, like I want, I want to. I'm, I'm fully focused on Brian, like because he is, he is good. Like he knows what he's doing. Like he can fight. Like if he couldn't fight, I wouldn't fight him. If I knew I was going to hundred percent dominate and destroy him, and there was not, there was no like, you know, like if he was a mong, I wouldn't fight him. Like he knows what he's doing. Like he can fight. I'm fully hundred percent focused on him. But he is just somebody that's in my way right now. And like I want to put him out the way and like keep going forward. And I, I want to fight Teddy. I want I want to fight Teddy Stringer. Like he's another one that's like he's like Curtis, like he's you know got a good reputation. He's got the belt, which is more is the main thing that I care about. If he didn't have the belt, I wouldn't like I wouldn't want the champion. And um I just feel like Teddy's been avoiding me a little bit. Like, see, he hurt, he hurt his hand for the last... Me and him were getting matched up. Mm. And he said that his hand was broken or something. And then as soon as me and Curtis got matched to fight, his hand isn't broken anymore, and he ends up fighting Tiernan. So, like, I feel like... if it, I, don't, I don't know. It could all be a big coincidence, but it felt like he ducked me there. Like, he, yeah. like he didn't want to fight me because... A little bit we, too we convenient. We on the same card. That's why, that's why there was two titles on that night, because Teddy was ignoring Ray when Ray was asking him about if he's going to be fit to fight. And then as soon as me and Curtis got announced, like he was fit to fight then. And then they got yeah. to fight then. So I want to, he won't get away from me forever. I'm coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get that number one contender spot again and he'll, he'll have to accept one. That's it. Yeah, he'll have to, or he'll just turn pro. And I'll get him <laughs> in pros. <laughs> at least, you know, if you get the number one contender spot and he does turn pro, you, at least, you know, he's, uh, he's ducking you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like he, it might all be a coincidence. Like he might, he might like after seeing me fight Curtis, he might be like, "Oh yeah, actually, I reckon I could probably take him down as well and get him." But like that's something we've been working on massively. Like, like my ground game, because like my actual wrestling takedown defense. Because Curtis didn't like he took me down, but he didn't take me down. If that makes sense, like he didn't double leg me. And get me down like he caught my kick and tie sweeped me, so I just went fucking flying. But in terms of like my actual takedown defense, it's very good. And like for a lot of the camp, like I don't get, I didn't get taken down that much. Like I don't know if it was like like level of sparring partners or whatever. Like I didn't get taken down that much. So when I was on my on my butt in the first round, I was like, oh fuck, like, I haven't been here that often. <laughs> but um, so yeah, like. Yeah, be working on my wrestling, deep wrestling, and constantly working on my wrestling to make sure that, like, because my my strengths is like, I can strike and I can hit very hard. So, but like, obviously, if people can just take me down like Curtis did. Then my striking is null and ineffective. Yeah. So mm. we're working like staying on the feet and like letting my hands and my, my kicks go. Yeah, yeah, working that uh, cage control and that you know in case anyone yeah. tries to run into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. All about all about the, like positioning and stuff and like footwork, so it's so I'm not just like you know easy to just shoot with double leg on. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's all. Everyone get a surprise when you come back because they'll think based off that last fight that oh, you know what I mean, like, but people forget you were the number one contender. It's just what happened yeah. happened. You know what I mean? So people yeah. get surprised when you when you're back in there again. Definitely, definitely. To say like. When I fought Oliver, like I look back at that fight and I just know that I'm so much better than that now. And like I had so much more skills to show that I didn't even get a chance to show because like hats off to Curtis, he fucking dominated, he dominated it and fucking didn't give me a chance. So like, but in this fight, people are going to see like how much better I've got because I had the two and a half years out, but it wasn't two and a half years of sitting on the couch it was two and a half years of fucking hard work. Like we were just in the gym training all the time. And like I had, I had seven fights canceled because of COVID lockdown. Gosh. And I was supposed to, I was set to fight Marcus Lewis like three times and it kept getting canceled because of COVID. And then I finally got matched again to fight Teddy in September. I fucking broke my rib. And then I was supposed to fight Teddy in February. And then Teddy was doing the eye maths. So like I, just, I had loads of stuff cancelled, but like the whole time, like I was just like, except for when I broke my rib, the whole time I was just in fight camp, like learning and getting better. So like I've got so much more to show that like nobody's seen yet. 
and I'm just looking yeah. to show all of it on in it. Like if like I would if, even if I finish him in the first round, then I've still got more to show. But if we have a three round fight, like I'm looking to dominate and show like everything I can do, like literally everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> those cancellations must be annoying when they happen, especially when it's reoccurring sort of thing. You know what I mean? You're like, when am I going to get in there? You know, it's like things keep popping up and yeah. it's going to be annoying and sometimes take, I imagine it would take your focus away every now and then. Yeah, it, it was it was really frustrating, like getting ready for a fight and then like some new fucking covid guideline thing came along and then we couldn't do the fights and then like the venue pulled out and then me and marcus were gonna end up ray was gonna end up holding almighty in a hammer saint helens he was gonna have it just in the gym behind closed doors and then that ended up falling through as well and yeah it was just well annoying and then like i think around like june or july like I was like in phenomenal shape and I was feeling amazing and like an accident bar and I broke my rib and I was fucking devastated. Like I could hardly even breathe. Like, and then I like, yeah, just, it was just disappointment after disappointment, but like the, the work never stopped. Mm. And like, I didn't get a chance to show my skills against Curtis, but I'm going to show all of them in this fight. hundred percent. Like everyone's going to be like, Oh, fucking hell. Like the, like this lad who, this lad, Ryan, like hats off to him, accepting the fight. But, like, what I want after this fight is for people to be like, oh, shit, I don't fight him. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, oh, oh, shit, yeah. that's why he was number one contender. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I want people to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's that's great. So that's that's the main sort of part over. So, obviously, you've been on here before. You know, we like to have a little bit of fun towards the end. Uh, yeah. it's not it's not as bad as last time, so don't don't worry. Don't uh, start panicking. Last time was a bit definitely not as bad as last bad. time. Uh, this is a bit more fun. Um, okay. so I'll let Kieran say what it is. Seems though this uh, this little segment was was his brainchild. So this is called <laughs> music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, it's a uh, several questions. It's all music based. Um just to get to know you a bit more sort of away from MMA and whatnot. Um, so just going to say that, look, that looks so question. mad when I was watching. I've just seen it do back then and it looks so weird on there because I can't edit it as well. <laughs> just <laughs> you going. <laughs> You'll have to like go into like edit mode and have like words. I know, yeah. Or something. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, sure, I'll do the first one. Um, so what one song... Um, would you say gets you the most hyped for training? The training? Yeah. I really like um have you heard of NF? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. I like his um his new mixtape that he's done, that one uh, Clouds. Yeah. Like that one gets me like every I feel like every NF song, because like he starts them like low and they and like then yeah, he, like, like build, build, up, build and build and yeah. build like you just fucking by the end of the song you're like fucking let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he even does that with his songs where it's like there's crazy meaning to it, like that one uh, story. Like yeah, that yeah. Thing, and just, but that's a, a different whole song in itself. Like uh, some of his crazy. songs are heavy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, the the search. The search is a good one. Yeah, yeah I love the search. The drums come in. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Chandler walks out to the search. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he, NF gets me like. Fired up. I might walk out to him next time, but the, the only thing that's put me off walking out to him is how long it takes to build sometimes. Like, by the time <laughs> I've made the walk, like, he won't even be at the building point. <laughs> you'll have to just do one night. You'll have to just tell them to play the song, and then, like, you'll say, like, three minutes later, after the song started, I'll be out, because that's what yeah. it's like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'll just have to wait for him to, yeah. for, for the songs to proper get going. <laughs> Sometimes you get fighters that will just sort of wait there and then come in when that music, when that moment comes in. Yeah. So it does come in at that moment. You know I mean? some, of the, some of that, sometimes that does my head in though when I'm watching it. <laughs> and like the guy just takes just so long. <laughs> yeah, he takes so long because especially if it's, I remember I went to watch one a BKB fight uh, ages ago. And like this guy was waiting for the drop to come in, and the song must have been about seven minutes long, and he didn't come out until like the last minute, and everyone was just stood there like, 
Oh, fucking hell. It doesn't yeah, matter. The on. moment's gone now. Like, you might have come out at the drop, but yeah. we've been yeah. waiting here for six minutes. You've fucked it. <laughs> everyone was bored by the side. Fucking I was going to say, I'm surprised that everyone was like, yeah, everyone wants them to lose by the end by the end of the song. Yeah. Like, you made us wait seven minutes, you bastard, lose. <laughs> I was like, that's why I couldn't do that a bit with an NF song. I wouldn't want to keep people waiting too long. <laughs> Oh. We'll have to uh, we'll have to search for an song that just gets, gets into it straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets straight away. Yeah, I'll keep I'll keep my eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one then, um, which song or album do you consider your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. <laughs> oh, you're going from NF to whatever cheesy Spice thing you want. Spice Girls. <laughs> um. I don't know. <laughs> like there's a there's a song that like is like a guilty pleasure. Have you played that? Oh, you you probably definitely both you've probably played GTA Five. Yeah, yeah. When whenever that fucking Boyzone song came on, that I want it that way. Is it Boyzone? <laughs> whenever whenever that one came on, like me and all my mates were in the game chat, like we just can't help but sing along. So like that's probably one of my fucking probably one of like guilty pleasure songs that like. Just those little like corny <laughs> shit. Like they, they sometimes like you just know all the words, don't you? Like even yeah. though you don't listen to it, you just know all the words. <laughs> I like that. It's a good choice. Good choice. Is, good is that only happening in GTA though, or is that GTA is that like do you only get down to that in GTA or do you come outside the GTA and put your earphones in? <laughs> I like I don't I don't I wouldn't have it on my Spotify playlist, but like if I'm anywhere and it comes on, it's like like even like just any like oh you know like '90s boy band sort of shit like yeah. that you know like the classic ones that you just know like any like in your day in pop world yeah like <laughs> one of those like you hear those and you just know the words and you're like fucking classic that one <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you forget about it all forever until yeah. it comes on again yeah, yeah. another one. Um, so, he's done that many times as well yeah except they're not guilty for me uh, <laughs> um, so this one you might not so this is one's about karaoke so you might not do karaoke yourself but if you had to do if you had to get up and sing one song on karaoke what would you choose I'd probably go back to like one of my guilty pleasure songs like the those little like <laughs> 90s boy band ones just because like if I'm on the spot I need something that I just know the words to without even thinking it's like there's just a part of your brain that just knows those songs yeah it's like it probably like uh is it it is boy zone isn't it that's the thing I want it that way um is it boy zone backstreet boys Backstreet boys yeah <laughs> yeah I go backstreet boys I want it that way because for some reason like probably from the many times i've been playing gta with my mates and it comes on the radio and we all just sing it like i just know it like if someone put me on the spot for karaoke like <laughs> oh, that is just the song i just, I just know all the words subconsciously like you know it all yeah <laughs> I just know it all. It's, it's just it's just got a spot in my brain all the yeah. lyrics at least you know why you play gta all so much anyway yeah. <laughs> not even that like why he puts the same radio station on as well when he's in the car oh yeah yeah, it's 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 a good it's a, the classics on there non-stop pop <laughs> <laughs> nice um so the next one we've got then is which song helps you think and focus think and focus i think it can depend on like what like i'm feeling at the at the time like the song that I walked out to to fight Curtis was like this one called Rid- Ridiculous by Workrate. And um, I saw a video of Justin Gaethje, like it was like a highlight video of Gaethje just like brutalizing everyone. And like, I wanted to walk out to that because like when I heard that, it made me think mm. of that video of Gaethje and it like kind of got me in like that headspace of like thinking like, I want to go out there and I want to perform like him. I want to fucking brutalize. And then like, but now... I've been like one song that's been like getting me like thinking and going is the central C straight back to it. Cause he's just talking about like taking an L and getting straight back to it. So like I hear that and it gets me like in my, in the head of like, that's what's next 
for me is to get fucking yeah. get straight back to it. I don't know if that's like kind of what you were asking or not. Like, yeah, it just it depends could... like where I'm at with things. Yeah, yeah. It could literally yeah. be that. It could be you know you. Yeah, however you want to interpret. Uh, a song comes on like or just... oh, like a deep, like a deeper, like a deeper song. Not, like, that, however deep you want to go we don't mind <laughs> uh, let me think of like well if we go back to uh, NF again have you heard um, How Could You Leave Us mm. by yeah. NF yeah. yeah like that that song is heavy like yeah, you can't one. you can't not sit there and feel a little bit sad when you listen to that song like it is a heavy song like yeah. that gets me that gets me thinking about like just Anything like it's just it's just bad, bad song in it and proper heavy. <laughs> yeah, because he he like gets into it as well. You know what I mean, he gets emotional on it, so it, yeah, sort of does put you in that position where you're like, wow. You know what yeah, mean? when it cut like you have you have to like you can't be in a good mood and listen to that song because you'll just be sad afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just bring you down to the level where you're like, ah, oh, like yeah, okay, like, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the next one we've got is uh, what song do you wish you'd never heard? Wish I'd never heard. <laughs> do you, you want to give him an example? Um, an example, I'm trying to you put me on the spot now. <laughs> what song do I wish I'd never heard? Um, anything by H, oh. H, <laughs> not like him. No, he's. He's just annoying. He's he sounds like he's moaning when he's when he raps, and it's like really confusing. And I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> you you have reminded me of a song. I was in um I was in work like all the time when I've been work recently. Like I've just had this song stuck in my head, and it's such a shit song. But like, and it's been annoying me because I've kept like singing it, and then like I think I was annoying other people because it was stuck in my head all the time. Is that um? My money don't wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> I, fucking, I, I, I ate it, but I can't get it out of my head. Like, you know, I just say it off. Yeah. Now that I've sung it to use as well, yeah, it's going to be stuck in my head all of tomorrow. Oh, again. It's, it's already in my head. You just put it in there straight away. Give it to You actually sound like him there, you know. <laughs> oh, good. Well, not good because now my, it's going to be stuck in my head now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that could be your second karaoke song. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know all the words to that as well somehow I'm not, I, I don't think I've ever even listened to the song I think I've just seen like a video of it and like it's just stuck in my head yeah so you, you, you know who it is then like no. who, does it it's out it's Louis Frew in it oh is it uh, yeah the, the, the documentary fella like, no, no <laughs> yeah. I, I know who he is but I didn't know it was him like I said I've literally not heard anything about it I've just seen people making videos of it yeah. yeah, so yeah. he was on that. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, that chicken shop date or whatever that that YouTube does. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what her name is. So she was on that. He was on that with her, and then he was telling her about doing his rap on a documentary about rap music years ago. And then yeah. he's, that's where it come from. He's, he's done it on that, and it just went viral. All the beats on it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it does my head in. Like I can't. It's going to be stuck in my head all tomorrow. Now. <laughs> Louis Fru's got bars but there's, there's people have made different versions of it now there's someone has somehow made a version of it to sound like In the End by Lincoln Park <laughs> people it's, always do like mad edits like that yeah, don't they it's nuts I mean don't get wrong it's quite it's, it's quite good because you've got the beat and everything and then, but it's like at the same time you're listening to it thinking this is just weird <laughs> people make songs out of literally like anything like I remember um, seeing a song of um Someone had made like a proper song and a proper tune of um, Will Smith saying, get your wife's name out, my wife's <laughs> yeah. name out of your mouth. And someone made a proper like bloody DJ track to it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fucking. Anything can be a song these days. I always remember yeah. seeing um, like someone, had, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it was that dad. Um, and it was like some, some American dad and he was crying, but it was like a really mad cry. And it went like, oh, yeah. and it went viral. Someone, yeah, someone made the song out of that. Yeah, someone yeah, turned him, that. him crying into a song. It's mad. Well, yeah. one of the first ones I seen was a uh, 
hard you kid, hard your wife, that one. Let <laughs> made that into a song as well, I think. Or... Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. We've got too much time on the runs. It's, e- it's even these people who've got that, like, that EFA putting two things together that have no right to be together and them sounding good. Like, when someone puts 50 Cent rapping over Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Who even thinks of that? And how does it work? It's it's, it's wrong. But, you're into, but it's like, you saw... I watch them and I'm like, that shouldn't work, but you fair play, I'm kind of impressed. And then you're like, wow, well, I forgot that I liked Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> yeah. 50 the Tank Engine, yeah. People that actually shoots because he's a big motherfucker as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is. People never fail to amaze me. No, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> um, so there's another one we had, which is which was sort of similar, but sort of nostalgic in a way. Um, what song or album did you used to love? But now that you look back, you kind of like, what was I thinking? How, how could I have liked that? Um, I don't know. Like, I used to listen to all sorts of shit when I was younger. Like, I used to... Like, now, I probably couldn't listen to Linkin Park. But, like, back in the day, like, I used to just love love Lincoln Park like I just used to just have I have a CD and everything like <laughs> back when people used fucking CDs and shit like that yeah, like many many CD years ago CD players yeah. yeah I'm a CD player and that um, song yeah probably probably Lincoln Park like I just didn't like, I don't really like like that sort of shit no more like I used to listen yeah. to some like heavy metal and stuff back in the day and now like I'm all about like rap and like that sort of like I, that, that, I prefer that sort of music whereas like yeah like I used to listen to loads of like proper metal stuff yeah yeah see what one thing I always think is like I'd listen to, to him I don't know if you can see me top Eminem yeah. I'd listen to him from when I was a kid but now that I look back I'm like how the fuck did I manage how, how the fuck was I able to listen to Eminem Give him were you allowed to listen to Eminem yeah yeah. <laughs> when you were just when you were just yeah. a kid as well and like how like bad that. he was sitting there um, when I'm like eight singing along to like cleaning out my closet yeah yeah <laughs> I was I put the M&M show on I just start singing songs after it's like don't even know what he's saying and now that'll listen it's like shit that was deep I was listening to that as a kid yeah. <laughs> you, you don't realise like how bad some stuff is like when you were a kid like do you remember like all like the like Dragon Ball Z anime and Pokemon and stuff like that yeah, like, that's proper like sexual and like a bit noncy and that and like it didn't you don't realize until you watch it now yeah. like j- just watch like a few episodes of like Dragon Ball Z yeah, and you'll definitely 100% see some like noncy behavior in that. <laughs> like and you're like I never you never notice like, it when you're a kid no you don't and you're right though like Pokemon you uh, Brock was it the like spiky head fella and so like yeah. he was always chasing the, the girls and, that. and back then you don't think anything of it now you're looking at it thinking can't really do that <laughs> you can't do yeah, that like, what's going on there <laughs> and like you had that um, uh, the one from Team Rocket or whatever they were called the girl in there Pokemon was like that big fucking thing with the tongue like that's a bit yeah. sussy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's suspect that <laughs> well, well, one yeah, of the worst yeah, ones is Johnny Bravo oh yeah fucking hell. <laughs> yeah that was literally the whole thing of this of the series was for him. Him to... being a womanizer and getting beat up for it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's um there's an episode on Dragon Ball Z. I can't remember which episode it is, but like basically the guy like offers to trade these like magical Dragon Balls for this girl's knickers. And like <laughs> back in the day, yeah, I was just thought it was funny. But like now I'm like, because the girl's like probably about like I think I don't know she must be like about 14 in the cartoon and it's like an old wrinkly man and I'm like now I look back at it I'm like that is proper nonsense like yeah. that was that was <laughs> meant for kids yeah. yeah what's going that, on this was that targeted was the children when I was little ah <laughs> uh, fucking it. that's yeah let's just just don't go back and watch anything from child I think is the message there yeah, <laughs> I'm just ruining it for you yeah ruin it. <laughs> um well, that was that was the last one we had for that segment for you, mate. Anyway, so yeah. been an absolute pleasure talking to you once again. Um, yeah. we, we can't wait to see you in action on the twenty fourth, yeah. and we know you're going to come away with that win. Um, so best of luck, and you know we'll we'll definitely have you back on in the future. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for having us on. I, I don't think uh, 
Jay Campbell gave you much choice. I wonder if he's watching now. He did ask. Surprised he hasn't put anything in related I know, to yeah. Roy Cropper. He, he, or... he pestered you two at the event that much while I was in work for this to happen and then didn't even bother his ass to come on and put a comment on. Has he not been on? No. Terrible Roy. Have you seen the terrible Roy? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say something to him next time I see him. He says you should have tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> he reacted to my story about um, coming on. Yeah, he's been reacting to all of ours about it as well. So he's been waiting yeah. for it and then he's probably fell asleep or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah thanks for, I've, thanks. I've seen I've seen you wrestle and guess what? I'm not going anywhere near you because I don't want to get those fucking sweeps. Fuck that. <laughs> of Jay Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I, I need to be there to see the next one of that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll we'll set her up, Jay. John, you just need to do it again. Just be do, do it carefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I think Jay's got a really bad back, so do it under supervision. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, thanks. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, Kyle. And as I say, we'll uh, definitely look to get you back on in the future, mate. Yes, thanks for having me. No worries. Take it easy, Take it easy mate. Bye bye. See you later. Yeah. were super necessary.